Huh. Wrestling's on. Remember how crazy this was when we were kids? <laughs> yeah, like that time Stone Cold drove a beer truck down the ramp and sprayed the authority with Cole's light from a fire hose? Yeah, or the time Undertaker threw mankind off the top cage and threw an announcer's table. Damn, wrestling was crazy back then. Wanna give it another shot 15 years later? Oh, hell yeah! Casual Wrestling Fans, it's the Casual Wrestling Fan Podcast, and we're not so casual anymore. Well, half of us aren't, because one of us went to a show. Isn't, isn't going to, wouldn't you say going to a house show was pretty casual? Mm. Vaguely? More casual than having, like, tickets to WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, we're still pretty casual. I, I I saw one Kenny Omega shirt there, so... Was it the Kenny the Cleaner 8-bit one? Yeah, actually. That's my favorite one. <laughs> I'm glad, I don't know why, but I just love that shirt. I saw another... I saw... I actually saw quite a few, like, what felt like actual New Japan Watcher Bullet Club stuff that I saw instead of just... I feel like when I see, like, a 10-year-old in a Bullet Club shirt, there's, like... He just bought it at Hot Topic. He just thinks it looks cool. Yeah. But when I see, like, an older person that says, like, Villains Club and it has, like, stuff on them, they'd probably watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're here. Casual Wrestling Fan Podcast with another episode. Um, the Monday before we go to see Monday Night Raw. Well, it's not Monday today. <laughs> yeah. The episode before we go to see Monday Night Raw live in person. So look, look for us. We'll be there. <laughs> we'll be there. We'll tweet pictures of the signs we have so you know we're there. So you can see the signs on Twitter, and then you can see us on TV. Record it. Show your family. <laughs> like, I've listened to those guys complain about <laughs> wrestling. They compare wrestling to video games a lot. <laughs> well, one of their signs has video game stuff on it. That's kind of a video game podcast, sort of. No. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit more later. Right now... Jory, my co-host, how was the live event last night? The card was weird. Yeah? But it was cool. Okay. <laughs> what was the weirdest part of the card? Uh, that Dana Brooke won. Against, against <laughs> the Riot Squad, right? Yeah. Who did she <clears throat> pin in the Riot Squad? Ruby Riot? Yeah, so she was... Uh, we'll, I'll just start. We'll, I'll just go down the card pretty quickly. Okay. First was Matt Hardy versus... Uh, Mojo Raleigh, which, <laughs> which the only cool part about that was I got to do delete with Matt Hardy, yeah. which I'll get to do again. <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing but I can imagine was pretty cool about I was that. also disappointed because, like, as soon as Matt came out, I got my phone ready to do the light and do the fireflies with Bray Wyatt. But Bray wasn't there. He was not there. Did Matt even have his title belt? He did, actually. Okay, he had good. It because Well, something I... I I think is, like, when you have those belts and, like, we've talked about with Money in the Bank, they have to have that with them. Like, they, it's given to them. Like, they don't put it on a special, special like, company transport. Really? They keep it with them, yeah. 
like Carmela tweeted when she had money in the bank, like that almost every time she's at the airport, someone asks her, like, what's what's in that briefcase? And she's like, not a bomb. <laughs> yeah. Please, TSA. See, I always assumed that there was some sort of a roadie or, like, some guy who moves equipment. One of the, like, road guys who just, like, like a like a supervisor of the road guys that's like, all right, Dolph, give me the belt. And mm-hmm. then he just gives it to Dolph when they're at the next thing. Well, I, I feel like it's probably something they have to keep track of. I imagine it's kind yeah. of, it's probably something along the lines of, we value you as an employee enough to make you champion, so we're going to... So you understand how big this is. You're going to have to take care of the belt. That makes sense. I wonder if there's like an option. Like, uh, I don't <laughs> want to lose this. He, well, I mean, Brock Lesnar is probably sitting at home right now. That's why his... he's not having a match because he lost the fucking belt. <laughs> it's on one of his cows on his farm in North Dakota. And he's like, where's that damn cow at? He's just out there looking for that cow for weeks now. Um, but That's yeah, cool. Okay. It was Matt Hardy and Mojo Rawley, which... Matt Hardy deleted Mojo Rawley with the twist of fate. So it's, thank God. It's, Imagine if Mojo won. <laughs> I would have. I would have left. <laughs> Spent eighty bucks on nothing. Like, <laughs> when Mojo Rawley's music hit, there's some people chanting, "We want Ryder." They should be. <laughs> I want Ryder too. Um. After that was, um, a tag team match with AOP and Heath Slater and Rhino, where. Rhino was the most over guy in the company. Anytime Rhino tried to start up some sort of chant for Heath Slater, they just kept chanting Rhino or EC Dub. Yeah. People <laughs> chanting EC Dub in 2018 warms my heart. That's cool. And even because like, I saw Rhino, he's like hanging off the, the rope, like moving his arm up, like trying to get people going, He's got kids. There's <laughs> EC Dub. <laughs> And he didn't get, he didn't do much because they had to, like, tease getting him in a lot. It was mostly just Heath Slater getting the shit kicked out of him by AOP. So he's that over to where it's like... It's it's like they tease tagging him in so people are like, oh, oh! Like the shit they do with Braun on TV. Yeah. Oh my god. And <laughs> he did get a gore in on, I think it was Razor. They got a, okay. He got a gore in on him and everyone's like, yeah! <laughs> That's good. <laughs> So, did AOP win? Of course they did. <laughs> yeah, see, that's... I think this is the only reason I'm upset I wasn't able to go. When you messaged me the video of AOP coming out, I was, like, sitting at home, like, just mad. I was, like, <laughs> the grip on my phone tightened. I was, like, that would have been worth the money I would have spent. <laughs> I love AOP a lot. But we'll probably see them next week. Yeah. So. Um, after that was, yeah, Dana Brooke and the Riot Squad. Uh, it was, it was a lot of, like, Dana Brooke, like, every time Dana Brooke would do her, like, strong woman, like, flexing, everyone would clap. Because it is cool, like, Dana Brooke's whole presentation is fun. Yeah, And she did, like, her cartwheel flips into the corner and stuff. Oh, she was just straight up Dana Brooke, she wasn't Titus Worldwide statistician. Yeah. Okay, (laughs) alright. I imagined her as that for some reason, but... And... Yeah, the Riot Squad. As soon as they, like, they announced the women's match and Dana Brooke came out, I was like, who else could wrestle her but the Riot Squad? But the Riot Squad was fun. I imagine it was probably better if you were on the floor because they did a lot of, like, yelling at the crowd and, like... Yeah. And, like, every time, like, they do something and look all happy, people would be booing and they'd look like, why are you mad? Like, why don't you like us? <laughs> and it's, you, you just got that good, like... Ruby Riot begging the ref not to throw out uh, Sarah Logan and Liv Morgan. 
but then they did. And as she's like crying on the ground, like, oh no, all my friends are gone. <laughs> Dana Brooke rolled her up for a pin. That's good, yeah. I I would have expected her to beat someone else. When you told me this, I was like, why would you do that to the Riot Squad? They need momentum. I know they're heels and like, you, you know, they, they have to lose sometimes because that's the job of heels. Yeah. But um, they, to Dana Brooke. But then I remembered what happens at house shows stays at house shows. Except for on Twitter. Yeah. Elzer knows what happened, but yeah. it's not canon. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and also, like, I looked up on, like, just, I looked for a thread. I was like, what can I expect from house shows? And all the comments are like, faces win unless they don't have, unless they don't have a title. Unless they're up against a heel with a title. Like, faces always win, heels okay. lose. It's just, ha- especially for, it, it fits that, like, small town thing, yeah. kind of. That yeah. they're appealing to is like you, you don't need like the riot squad to win in South Dakota. No, no, but well, I mean, unless Sarah Logan's the one wrestling, <laughs> yeah, because people, people here probably would like Sarah Logan if they knew more about her, yeah. And uh, they like a- after that was uh, Sunil Singh came out to his own music, which I was. I had a heart attack thinking, oh no, am I going to have to see Sunil Singh wrestle someone by himself? Did it Did it show like... It said the Singh brothers on his... So there was like a Titantron thing, yeah, sort of. Okay. They had like a Titantron thing, and maybe it's how it is at like the live tapings, they just don't show it on cameras, but it was cool, they did have like badass video packages going on after like they walked out and stuff, okay. which was cool to see, so you got to see like Dana Brooke, Carp. You know, flipping and stuff. Uh, okay. Matt Hardy doing a bunch of twists of fate. Oh, I forgot to do to mention with uh, Matt Hardy. He like jumped up onto the top rope a couple times, and Mojo like threw him off. But the last time he did it, he did the like the cr- the like oh, finger thing, like yeah. his, like his brother. And then he he didn't do a flip because I don't think Matt Hardy can flip anymore. <laughs> nope. But he did like an elbow drop. But he was definitely doing like a tribute to Jeff. That's cool, yeah. Because Jeff was, uh, he's on SmackDown in Japan right now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's that's pretty cool. <laughs> um, but Je- Sunil struggled to introduce Jinder because he still has the neck brace, so it's harder for him to to shout. Jeez. And then Jinder came out to like a mixture of booze and cheers, <laughs> and then Jinder like. He's he's just like talking about how he's the greatest and everyone should show him respect because that's what Ginger does, and then he was like with his like goofy with a goofy smile he's like telling everyone come on say Shanti like Shanti or something and he ha- did like this okay symbol I imagine it might be some sort of like religious thing or but just like the big old grin that him and Sunil had he didn't even like when pe- people weren't doing it along with him and like booing he didn't yeah. he didn't switch into like and face like why don't you respect me he just like kept doing it and yeah. laughing until <laughs> the big dog burning <laughs> I guess as soon as the music hit it was like <laughs> Not only within myself yeah. did I scream the big dog, yeah. and like everyone was cheering and screaming, and like the the I heard like a little bit of booing, who I imagine is from the guy who tried to start five different CM Punk chants at every event, I'm sure. <laughs> but like he came out and he like relished, and he's like, I get to hear cheers when I'm not on TV, <laughs> and he's like. He just seemed really, like, relaxed, too. He was, like, sticking his tongue out and doing, like, the surfer, like, the this thing. Yeah. yeah. 
which I, I imagine he probably has surfed at some point in his life. And he just, like, looked chill, and he, like... It, it was great watching by Garage because he, he gets up on the top rope, and he knows he's going to do it, and he slowly lifts his arms up. Yeah. And as soon as it hits, everyone's like, <laughs> And then the match was mostly just Roman getting the shit kicked out of him by Jinder. Yep. Which I imagine that's how they make up for his Superman booking. Yeah. But he, he, he locked in. He did the lock-in thing, which is cool. Yeah. And, uh... He, his first Superman punch didn't connect because it's the first one. He's gotta, he's yeah. gotta have that shonen hero. For he does, he almost doesn't succeed. Oh no, my secret jutsu missed. <laughs> yeah, and he hit Jinder with a Superman punch. The, well, the second one landed, and it didn't. He didn't get the pin after that. And oh no! It was like, oh no, how is he gonna do this? I'm like, wait. He's got one more move. <laughs> and when he did the Superman punch, of course I scream it because there's no announcers like officiating yeah. the match or anything. Michael Cole's nowhere to be found, yeah. so you got to be Michael Cole. And then Cole. he like, the, the setup was good because he like, Sunil jumped up on the top rope to try and help Jinder uh, cheat. Mm-hmm. And Roman caught him and Superman punched him. And then uh, he turned around to see Jinder and spear! Spear! <laughs> Spear! Spear! <laughs> and got him with the spear for the pin. And then oh, then, it, then he took like 10 minutes to take pictures with every single person. Thank God. <laughs> I mean, it's probably really cool to be somewhere where people, like, everybody likes him. Yeah. And they're not just angry that he exists. <laughs> so I don't blame him for relishing the moment. And then there was an intermission where they played commercials on the Titan Tron. Like local commercials? No. Oh. Like, network commercials? Like, the tap-out commercials and, like, stuff for the network. And like, oh, that's... And before the show, they were also playing, like, WWE Top 10 of the Week bullshit that they post on Facebook. Oh, okay. Um, you know what the Shondi thing reminds me of? Hmm. Have you ever seen the Christmas special of the Boondocks? Where... <laughs> Harambe! Yes, I'm glad yeah. you immediately knew what I was talking about! <laughs> Harambe! Everybody with me now! Harambe! <laughs> Okay, good. Good, I'm glad you do what I meant. Alright, um, what happened after the intermission? We got a triple threat with Bobby Roode, Constable Baron Corbin, oh boy. and Mr. Monster in the Bank, Braun Strowman. So this was just a way for Braun to beat the shit out of people, right? He didn't do much in the match. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it was mostly like, there wasn't a lot going on. It was, it, it felt a little goofy, because it, the start of the match was just, like, Bobby Roode and Braun, like, staring down Baron Corbin as he kept, like, jumping out of the ring, and, like... Well, he's a constable, oh, he can do what he wants. Yeah, avoiding, like, conflict and stuff, but Baron Corbin mostly just hurt Braun and then wrestled Bobby Roode, who almost got a glorious DDT, um, but... In the end, Braun Strowman, like, did his, like, run, running shoulder tackle onto the turnbuckle, mm-hmm. and then he did a running power slam onto Baron Corbin and pinned him. Thank God it wasn't Bobby Roode. Yeah. Bobby doesn't deserve that. <laughs> he also did, he did the, like, run around the ring shoulder tackle thing, which is fun. Yeah. And then, uh, That's a finisher for him, basically, at this point. Yeah. It's, like, the, it's the <laughs> finisher before the finisher. And then he relished in, in the victory of everyone cheering him and... Me jumping up and screaming brawn with him, because that's fun. 
I didn't participate in a lot of the chants because I just uh, some of it feels obnoxious when people are like, "Well, the crowd serious. getting themselves over." Yeah, yeah. What, when it's like this match is scheduled for one fall, one, one fall. fall. Yeah, you don't need to do that. Like, yeah. good for that. But like doing stuff with them is what I feel like yeah. you're supposed to be there for. Exactly. Yeah. Like you're, if Bobby Roode sets up to yell "Glorious," you do that with him. You don't do. Uh, <laughs> After the two count, you don't do three. Like, yeah. I mean, those things are, I get why those things are fun. But to me, they've always felt like we're trying to get ourselves over. We're a cool crowd. And it's like, yeah. we're not here, f- you know, yeah. here for them. You know? <laughs> it's cool to be a fun crowd, but I'm a grumpy old man. I like New Japan crowds. <laughs> <laughs> and after that, it was a women's title match. For the Raw women's title, in case you're like, did they just had Carmella there? No. Nope. It was, Natalia came out to booze? Hmm. Which was weird. There was like Maybe some they cheers? remember her as bad Natalia on SmackDown. I don't, I'm, I think that's giving them too much credit. I think it's just. Maybe they just really like Alexa they, Bliss? No, Alexa didn't, get, Alexa got more booze. Except for like the supermarket in the crowd, who's like not far from me. But. She got more booze because she's the heel, so okay. it makes sense. But like Natalia got mixed with like booze and cheers, so maybe people just don't like Natalia. And it hmm. felt bad because most of the match was just Natalia beating the shit out of Alexa, <laughs> which it was like she got some like good feats of strength because Natalia is like when you look at her, she's ripped, like she is. Oh, she's very buff, yes. And she's she, very in shape. I imagine that's what happens when you grow up in the Heart Dungeon, which was yeah. like the scariest wrestling school. And she's <laughs> she's married to Tyson Kidd, right? Yeah. He's absolutely shredded also, still. <laughs> yeah. So Even though he can't wrestle anymore. Yeah. And like, she um, she did like a lot of feats of strength, just like picking Alexa up off the floor and like putting her over her shoulder and stuff. That's amazing. And she... Uh, there w- there was a good spot. There's two like really good like comedy spots where uh, Alexa did her thing where she like backs out into the ropes mm-hmm. and like as the ref is trying to separate them, she's like leaning around the ref like making oh, faces at her, good. like sticking her yeah. tongue out. Okay. And then there's a spot and where Natalia farted. <laughs> Thank God no. They played a giant comic <laughs> fart noise over the PA. Oh, that would be awful. <laughs> Um, there was a, there, and then another spot where Alexa jumped out of the ring and like ran and Natalia chased her and she got back in the ring and it happened again mm-hmm. and Alexa started running and Natalia was kind of like on the other side and she like looked at the crowd and like did a shh motion and like ducked under the apron <laughs> and like snuck over to where Alexa was looking and like when Alexa got to a part where she'd see Natalia she like looked behind her and then Natalia like through her. <laughs> it felt like a Tom and Jerry cartoon. Yeah, that's super funny. But she locked in the sharpshooter, and I was like, "Oh man, are they? Are we gonna get a title? <laughs> a title change in a house job?" I desperately wanted that to happen because it would be really funny. Yeah, it would. Be. And how much karma do you think I could get on Squared Circle for posting that? At, at <laughs> least a thousand. Yeah. At the very least a thousand. I don't care about karma, but I do like karma as an indicator of how much people care about dumb stuff. Yeah, but- I agree. <laughs> yes, that is what karma's meant for, not but um, stroking your ego. She uh. When she got the sharpshooter locked in, she Alexa like crawled out, and she didn't get a rope break, but she grabbed the apron, which I guess just counted as a rope break, and then she got hmm. 
her and what is that finisher called? And then I don't think it has a name. It was over. Twisted DDT. Sure, Twe- that works. Tweety T. <laughs> Good enough. <laughs> Good enough. Um. And then we the final match, the main event, and they had a big thing on the Titan Tron that said main event. Okay. Shit. And it it was. Did it was it the main event uh, font for the show main event? No. Thank God. <laughs> it was they the, the announcer guy was, was like so we just had a title match you want to have another one it's like is is Brock Lesnar gonna show up for once yeah Brock versus Roman at a house show <laughs> and then we got we got a better uh, we got a better match <laughs> <laughs> we got Dolph Ziggler versus Seth Rollins for the Intercontinental title best of three oh shit match, which was which was fantastic because they got to put on like a thirty-minute match. Oh my god! And it was it was wild. Ziggler got the first one um, by countering like a roll through Falcon Arrow into a zigzag, but and uh, Rollins got the second one mm-hmm. after a, a horrifying frog splash. Was like, it like across the whole ring? It it wasn't, but it's scarier to see it in person. It was like, he tried to set it up for it multiple times, and the last time he did it, it he immediately rolled it into a pin. But there's a lot of st- spots of him, of like Ziggler, like throwing Rollins over the top rope, like mm-hmm. over turnbuckles, and Rollins' feet going like 15 feet in the air. Like mm-hmm. he was like a full, like, he was at like a 90 degree angle at one point going over the ropes multiple times. Okay. That's and nuts. There, there was a spot where it looked like Seth Rollins was going to win. But Ziggler sneaked his foot onto the bottom rope, which Ugh, which you didn't see. <laughs> I didn't see it. I was like, "Oh God, what is going on here?" <laughs> <laughs> At a house show, and I'm here. <laughs> and they they just put on a good show. It was it was amazing. Ziggler got the last pin because he was uh, he he got Seth Rollins into a pin, and then Drew McIntyre came out and held down Seth Rollins' legs. So he couldn't hit the bottom rope for thanks kick out. Thanks, Drew. And then it didn't end there though. There, what happened? there was an aftermatch brawl where because Seth Rollins is understandably pissed that he lost the that he lost his chance at the house show to win back his title. <laughs> and he um he 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 basically turned the assault onto both of them and just did cool shit. He got a blackout on Dolph Ziggler, and it was good. <laughs> um, what you mentioned about it being higher than what it seems like on TV, do you think that has to do with the weird camera work we get in WWE? Maybe. Especially the main roster? Because things... We've been watching New Japan recently, obviously. Like, yeah. Talked about it on here. Doesn't that seem more like camera work from when we were kids? Like, it's just more, like, static and not, like, jumpy and zoomy and everything. I think it definitely feels more, like, yeah, they're trying to get more out of it instead of it being sports-like. Yeah. Which I feel like that's mostly just so they have cooler shots for, like, highlight reels and, like, recaps. Yeah, and I think seeing wrestling with that, not to mention the wrestling in New Japan's incredible, (laughs) but seeing wrestling with that older, like, traditional, normal camera work... 
made me appreciate that camera work a lot because it yeah. makes real feats like a frog splash doesn't need a zoom in on it. It's a fucking frog splash. Yeah. Like it's already crazy and cool. I, so. I think it's 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 just bad when there's a, those mix-ups that happen when they're all when there's like all of the cameramen are like trying especially like at Money in the Bank it was a big problem. Yeah. But where the cameramen don't know where the fuck to be. So a lot of times <laughs> there's just moments of there you you don't see anything cuz it's like the guy running and he's like running past the ropes and yeah. it's like that's the camera shot they choose for yeah. TV. Um, what was the real... There was something I was watching. It was... I think it was... So, there was something when there was a brawl. I think it maybe was 205 Live. Mm. It was like Gulak, uh, Brian Kendrick, and Gallagher against Lucha House Party. And they were fighting on the barricade. And there was a there was a cameraman... So they were fighting like this on the barricade. And there was a cameraman here, here, and here. So, like, on all sides of the making triangle, and every single tick on a clock, it would change between them. And it was making me ill. So that's why I, I bring up the stuff with the camera work, is it's like, not only is it, like, distracting, you don't need zoom-ins and yeah. all the cutting. Wrestling is cool. Like The, the, on, the only issue with um, not having, like, different camera angles, because they didn't even have, like, it displayed on the Titantron there. Oh, okay. They just had, because everyone's close enough, it's in the... Ice Arena in Rapid yeah, you can South see Dakota. everything there. Yeah, even if you're far away, you can pretty much see. But you can also see everything. And there was a spot where Dolph Ziggler, like, kicked Seth Rollins' knee. And mm. it was like, there's a huge gap. And you okay. can plainly see it. All right. It's like, that's just that's just part of why you have the camera work. So you yeah. can kind of hide that stuff. And it's yeah. like, Seth Rollins, the cell of it was fine. It's just, it doesn't take me out of it when I see that happen. Because I understand. Yeah. It's not as bad as, like, Jinder or Lars Sullivan selling to something yeah. that wasn't anywhere near them. Yeah, those 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 are bad, but when when stuff doesn't connect, yeah, that's, you know, that's not too bad. As you, long as someone sells, they're yeah. good. You know. But, uh, how would you say overall your experience at the house show was? It was fun. Okay. Except for the supermarket for Alexa, because he was just annoying. Did you say he was cheering her on? He was like, like come on, Alexa! You're so much better, her. You can do it. Yeah, Alexa, you're very good. This is, I'm getting like third-hand embarrassment. From this. It, it sounded like when you're at a family, like you're at like a you're you got roped into being at your cousin's basketball game. Oh yeah, that's and the your worst. family members like, come on, Jeremy, you can do it. Come on. Yeah, that's. And, and Jeremy's just like, please leave me alone. <laughs> I'm just playing. Yeah, that's that's weird. I mean, it's cool to get into it, and because like I'm definitely gonna be like, yeah, Roman, come on. <laughs> but like, when you when you're going to like soccer mom levels of cheering, it's like, dude. Mm. But again, we're grumpy old men, so. The best part is it's less embarrassing to jump up and scream like zigzag or Superman punch <laughs> when everyone else is doing when it. But there's people there also yelling instead of sitting at home and throwing your dog off your lap so you can <laughs> scream a finisher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the the only thing that i th the only one that i'm sad i won't get to scream is skull crushing finale oh <laughs> yeah that that's a, that's a, just that's a good a good one a good name for a finisher yeah it, it fits the mrs hollywood thing because finale and it's just it's good hollywood the marine <laughs> seven yeah it was it was good. I liked looking at all the people in like replica stuff, like the guy I saw in a Shane O'Mac jersey, the Intercontinental title, 
and the Money in the Bank briefcase, he was cosplaying. There's also the anime con. So I think he went as a creative character in 2K. Like that was and, his cosplay. And then just walked over to the ice arena afterward. afterward? <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm bummed that I had to work because I was excited for this weekend. And I was like, yeah, it's going to be... It's going to be WWE Live and then anime convention and yeah, cool. And then it was just like, oh, I got to work. <laughs> Can't. But uh, I, I, I asked Jin, I tweeted at Jinder to see if he wanted to. I told him I'd pay for his day pass if we just like went and watched anime in the anime viewing room oh. that they have. But he hey, didn't don't respond. they have a game room at that convention? They do have a game room as well. We he could, play. could have played a Sonic. Yeah. He could have shown me Sonic was in Melee. Yeah. You people in Rapid City, South Dakota, have no idea. You have probably never seen a Wavebird or a GameCube before. I have. I have a GameCube. My mother bought me the orange one the day it came out. I have had Melee since day one. None of you know Sonic is in Melee. <laughs> Alright, there's our gender-like Sonic joke for the week. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just I'm very sad that I didn't get gender just talking more. I just I want him to be more goofy. Harambe, <laughs> Harambe. <laughs> but yeah, there there was also like a lot of kids in yeah. uh, Roman shirts. There's yeah. a kid in a shield shirt. He was like six. So I was like, did you even watch the shield? Was like, it the one with the fists? Yeah, that's the new one. Oh, it is. That's the one that they had last fall before. Oh, it before broke everyone down. died. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Because I I remember like how excited my dad was, and I was like. Maybe I, maybe I should buy him. I was like, maybe I should buy him one of those shield shirts, and then, I mean, I was going to, but it just ended. The shield just died. Yep. He'll come back when Dean's back. Oh. <laughs> um. So. Seth Rollins and Dolph Ziggler had a pretty good match at the house show, huh? Yeah. You know where else they had a good match? On Monday Night Raw. Raw is war. They should go back to that. Yeah, and then at um, what what time would it be then? It'd be eight o'clock, eight to nine. They can call it the the raw. Did they call it the war zone or the raw zone? The war zone. I remember thinking, oh shit, this is when the big shit happens. As a kid, <laughs> when you see the war zone logo appear, you're just like, oh man, there might be boobies during this segment, and you know. Sometimes not 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 whole boobies, but yeah, there was puppies. There were there were definitely puppies. Someone might die during this. <laughs> Undertaker might actually sacrifice someone to the devil or something. <laughs> so, oh, before we start, I have to talk about the horrible. So at the beginning of the of the show, they had they, like they blacked the lights out, put on the Titantron. Who is it on the Titantron? Kurt Angle. <gasps> Kurt Angle being like, hey guys, thank you for coming to the WWE Live SummerSlam Heat Wave Tour. I hope you guys have a fun night tonight. We've got a great show for you. It was just really awkward because he is definitely like plays before every single live event. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine it's probably not as uncomfortable as the SmackDown one with Paige. Because Paige is always <laughs> very uncomfortable in those solo segments. Yeah, because she just wants to beat people up. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I was hoping that you were gonna say that he, it's one of those things where like you know where they have like Steve Harvey shoot all the the stuff and he's like hey Sacramento hey Atlanta for like the Steve Harvey show on like CW yeah. or something I thought maybe it'd be one of those where he's like where Kurt Angle says Rapid City but he messes it up and says like 
Frappin' City or just something. Because, you know, he's always messing words up. I don't want to. Yeah. yeah. I, just, I, I imagine they probably took like 20 takes before they got it. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I also when he popped up, there wasn't anyone trying to scream, you suck, which was cool. Oh, I would have. Even though his, mu- his music didn't play. I that. absolutely would have still been like, <laughs> you suck. Yeah, I, I would have done that. But anyways, how did we start Monday Night Raw this week? The constable and our general manager were talking about uh, some bullshit with tag teams or like Brock Lesnar or something. Yeah, so there was the multi-man match that was supposed to be to decide who was the number one contender for SummerSlam. Right, okay. And it was Roman Reigns and Bobby Lashley currently who were, who were qualified. And everyone, as soon as they see Roman qualifies, like, man, he's going to face Brock Lesnar again. Roman bad. I don't want that, though. I definitely don't want Roman versus Lesnar again. Yeah. No one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even. Uh, Roman doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> Brock probably doesn't. Actually, Brock probably doesn't care. Brock well, just wants the paycheck after the match is over. <laughs> and they come out and they're like, because of contractual stuff with Brock Lesnar, that match is canceled and he's not accepting anything. Which, it sounds like it's both a work and something that's real. I imagine it fully being like Brock Lesnar saying, no, I don't I don't want to wrestle any of these guys. I'm just going to keep the title. Haha, <laughs> Vince. How does this work in um, MMA or boxing promotions? If someone's like, I don't want to fight, what um, do they do? I think if they go a certain amount of time without it, they just vacate the title. How do they get it back from him? Does he, do they actually keep it in those sports? Maybe. Eh, that's not important. So, um... Actually, I feel like with stuff like that, no. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely wouldn't entrust Conor McGregor with a belt that's probably made of very expensive material. Yeah. But, um... <laughs> so, yeah, they were out there talking about uh, the match not actually happening because Brock Lesnar is at home trying to get the Universal title off of that cow still. <laughs> uh, and they said something about there being... M- more matches to determine the number one contender or something? They said it might happen at some point, but not now at Extreme Rules. Okay. So, who comes out? They mentioned Brock Lesnar. Of course, who is it? The big dog. You say Brock Lesnar. Like, at any point in time, he the music could play from your TV <laughs> yeah. in the living room, and he could walk in here. <laughs> At any point in time. Imagine <laughs> Imagine the world where Vince McMahon like owns the entire like he he's he owns the world basically, which is the plot for the uh the twisted metal ripoff game. Oh yeah, because isn't Kane like a weatherman or something? Yeah. But he he owns like the entertainment sphere. So like <laughs> He can turn on your TV like Big Brother and just have, like, he has, like, the Roman the Roman police burst into your house and arrest you for something as the, like, his music's playing. And the logo appears on your TV. I'd love that. Yeah. I'd love that, actually. Yeah. 1984, but with Vince McMahon instead. Yeah. Sure. Um, so, um... Roman's like, I want to beat Brock Lesnar. And then everyone's like, no, no more Reigns versus Lesnar. Please, God. And then Bobby Lashley comes out. The Dominator. He's here to dominate you. Not you, the listener. He's here to dominate Brock Lesnar or Roman or whoever is. Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. Bobby Lashley. I think that happened. It probably did. 
That was probably actually pretty cool. But he's like, you've gotten too many chances and you keep fail. I, I, won't, I won't fail if I go against Brock Lesnar. And then Roman's like, oh yeah, you're, you're a cool guy. You left us for MMA and you made a real big impact there. TM. <laughs> and it was just them bickering. And they're like, oh. Kurt's like, whoa, whoa, guys. You guys will get more matches. Don't worry. And then the revival came out. Yeah, Kurt said, I might make your guys' match for Extreme Rules, which he's going to, and I'm going to mark the fuck out. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I like Roman Reigns and Bobby Lashley. All subscribers to this podcast across all things are unsubscribing <laughs> right now. Sorry. Um, yes, okay, so the revival came out, but first, Reigns consistently referred to Lashley as Bob throughout his promo, which is very funny. Um, and what was, there was one other thing I really wanted to mention about this. Lashley actually got cheers. Lashley actually got cheers by saying everyone was tired of Roman. (laughs) So, uh, this is, this is going to be kind of good. But, uh, yeah, the revival came out and we're like, hey, you guys fucking suck. Uh, we're going to beat you. We're going to beat the shit out of you. We're going to beat you up because we're the revival. And Kurt was like, sure, why not? (laughs) And and then they didn't beat him. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing I really want to talk about from this match is uh, Lashley, like, trying to do a spear. He tried to do one the week before, and it didn't work. And then he tried to again, and, and Roman, like, tagged him to get in. And I don't know. Something about Reigns Lashley just, as, as Jeff Hardy would say, my synapses start firing at unbelievable rates. It's just, it's cool. It's just too, it feels like classic WWE. Just two big-ass buff dudes fighting each other. <laughs> and not to say I don't like all types of versatile wrestlers. You but actually watch 205 Live. Yeah, I do, yes. <laughs> so, there's just something very cool about Lashley Reigns I'm excited for. We got Matt Hardy versus Curtis Axel, and Curtis Axel beat Matt Hardy, but it was cut from the rebroadcast. Yeah. And then they did a big celebration because that's what they've that's been doing. That's what the B team do. Did they um, pretend to be uh, Matt and Bray again? Uh, I don't believe so, but that was really funny. Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, I saw this. Authors of Pain versus... Um, local guys. Local jobbers. Yeah, that's... And then Titus Worldwide ran them off. Yeah. Which is weird. Or whatever. I mean, it's a feud. The AOP will probably go over worldwide yeah. just to be like, look, th- those guys are kind of strong, but these guys are stronger. <coughs> Maybe. <laughs> this would be funnier to watch. No, I just imagine this in my head. It'd be, it'd be really funny to see. But what's the name of the like flip that the that um, Apollo Crews does? I'm like my mind's blanking. You know, shooting Star Press. Shooting Star Press, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, I don't remember either because we haven't seen Apollo Crews wrestle in like two months. But I just I had I just had this funny <laughs> picture I had of him going to like do do it on do a shooting star press onto one of AOP and the other one like as he's mid flipped just runs to the ring and punches him and he goes flying. <laughs> he's still flipping. <laughs> shooting star meteor. Reverse meteor. He's leaving the atmosphere. Elon Musk is trying to <laughs> land a rocket on Apollo Crews. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and then we got we got Alexa Bliss being like, guess what? Nia was the bully, 
and stories don't go that way in real life, and I'm the champion again. I'm the champion. You all suck. Mickey James is my hype man. <laughs> hype woman. My girlfriend. Oh. oh. <laughs> yeah. And then Natalia came out, and it was like, hey, you're bitch. <laughs> and guess what? One of my best friend in the whole wide world, Ronda Rousey, comes back. She's going to beat you up. Yeah, because you beat her up with a, with a briefcase. And she's going to beat you up. And then Alexa was like, hey, you f- you fucking talk about your dogs a lot on Instagram. Cats. Oh, cats. Okay. <laughs> she has so, like seven Oh, cats. I forgot. Yeah, how could I forget it's the cat? She's the cat. The yeah. meow. The ears. Yeah. Oops. Sorry. Um, and then they had a match. And uh, Nia Jax was also there. Because Nia Jax is Natalia's friend now. Yeah, because they're both faces now. N- Natalia's just a social butterfly, isn't she? Yeah. Maybe all, the, maybe all the female wrestlers on SmackDown are just bad people. Yeah. No, they're not. <laughs> Becky Lynch is on SmackDown. <laughs> Becky Lynch. Imagine heel Becky Lynch. That could never happen. No, it could not. <laughs> it could not. Heel Becky Lynch is like... I was going to say heel Daniel Bryan, but they've done that. Heel he, Daniel Bryan makes more sense. He's just like angry and an asshole. Which yeah. It works for him. Yeah. I can believe that. I can't believe Becky Lynch is ever mean. Who is a male wrestler that could never be a a heel? Johnny Gargano. Yeah, you're probably that's right. Right now in WWE, yes, that's that's very right. If you, if you want to count NXT, which... yeah, we should. Might as well. Gargano could probably never be a heel. But yeah, they they had a match, and then um, Natalia beat. Beat her up and put her in a sharpshooter. Which sharpshooter's cool. Yeah, sharpshooter's like, very cool. Natalia's probably not the most over, but just overall she's enjoyable. Like when the music hits and she's like strutting down, it's exci- It's just like it feels. I'm sure that's kind of what it's going for because she's part of like the biggest wrestling family ever. Yeah. Beside the biggest white wrestling family <laughs> ever. Yeah. I have to clarify. Yeah. Someone might be like Randy Orton's fit. No, fuck off. No. <laughs> but she like she's like strutting down to the music and like locking in the sharpshooter. Sharpshooter's a good move. And like her like strutting down and doing that stuff. It feels it feels like you're just watching good old fashioned classic wrestling. Yeah. It does. It really does. <laughs> and also I, I have one better for you than the sharpshooter. It's not better, but the walls of Jericho. Mm. Yeah, I like the walls of Jericho. Pretty much any submission that involves putting a lot of pressure on the legs and the lower back. That's fucking cool. Especially when it looks like legitimate. Yeah. Stuff like that does a lot of like face holes and stuff. It's cross face, yeah, uh, bank like, statement. Like the accolade. Like, Gargano escape. Whatever the, whatever someone's locked in the accolade, except when you put multiple people into the accolade. It or looks when it's like, with a chain. Yeah, like when you just have the accolade locked in, it looks like why aren't you? Why don't you just like yeah. pop out? But what are you trying to do? Crack his back? <laughs> yeah. And then Rusev like. accidentally never mind. <laughs> Snaps someone in yeah. half. He, he folds them <laughs> <laughs> like a Mortal Kombat fatality. Rip AJ Styles. <laughs> um, next, we got a very inconsequential match. You missed it on the rebroadcast, but on the actual like televised version, they had everyone's entrance. We got to hear, it's boss time! It's boss time is the female equivalent of the big dog! It really is. They should have been together on a mixed match challenge. I agree! Um, But it was Bailey 
Ember Moon, Sasha Banks versus the Riot Squad in a six-woman tag match. As soon as they say, after the break, we've got a six-woman tag match, I just fall back and laugh because it's it's a joke. At this point, <laughs> that's pretty much all they have for any of the women on either brand to do, is six-woman tag match. It was just inconsequential because, you know, it's just whatever. we got to fill time. And then Ruby Riot rolls up Sasha Banks into a pin. And then she's pouting, and you know, she's going to be, like we've seen, she's going to be like, Bailey, why did you make us lose? You fucking suck at wrestling! But yeah, as soon happen. as the fucking bell rang, Bailey jumps in the ring and starts beating the shit out of Sasha. Yeah. For like five minutes. Oh, yeah. And then, at the end of <laughs> throwing her around. Screaming in face. <laughs> at the, yeah, at the end of throwing her into the turnbuckles and the stairs and stomping her. She's over Sasha outside by some stairs and she's like, you think you're better than me? You're not. You aren't shit. <laughs> Which I can't believe she said. Imagine like all those little girls that were like happy for Bailey. They hear Bailey swear. <laughs> how, how many moms do you think hit all the Bailey merch after that night? <laughs> and, and then, oh, after welcoming Alicia Fox back to Raw... I didn't see that. Oh, I must have been like in the bathroom or something. But Alicia Fox is back. I was just wondering about her. Hooray! <laughs> More nebulous, low-card women to get squashed. Alicia- Ronda Rousey will be putting Alicia Fox in an armbar before SummerSlam happens. Yeah. That'll probably be her first TV match, is putting Alicia Fox in an armbar. Holy shit, I forgot Rousey hasn't had a TV match. Yep. She just put a bunch of people through tables. Yep. Okay. Um, yeah, so basically Bailey is unhinged, it's punished Bailey, um, <laughs> Metal Gear Solid Five, the Phantom Hugger, um... I want this game. <laughs> I want Bailey to have an eye patch so she can look tough. Dude, if Bailey looked like Big Boss, that'd be sick. <laughs> Yo, with like a scar and metal jutting out of yeah, her Yeah, that'd be sick. And then she Bailey to Belly's, uh, <laughs> Sasha off Hell in a Cell like Mankind. <laughs> Bailey to Bailey's her off of a Metal Gear. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Anyway, um, at backstage they uh, Kurt Angle's like Bailey, you gotta go to counseling because of that. Which is why she wasn't at the live show. But she's at the one in Bismarck that's tonight as we're recording. But she wasn't the one in Rapid because she had to take a personal day. And then Sasha tweeted that Bailey canceled her flight. She's like, sorry guys, I was going to put on a five-star match. <laughs> that probably would have been who uh, who faced the Riot Squad, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I bet that that makes more sense. There must have been some kind of like scheduling problems or something why those two couldn't. Yeah. I imagine that's probably why a couple weren't. Because they had like, they advertised like, I, I know that's just like a general advertisement they have for things. Yeah. But on like the WWE Heatwave Tour they're like, see Nia Jack, see Elias, see Bailey, Sasha, Sasha Banks. Yeah, they're all on that poster. What I imagine the big problem was, was like, um, this is a hard place to get to? Yeah. Uh, the airport's small? Vince probably didn't want to pay the money. Yeah. Because it's like $900 to fly here from almost anywhere. Yeah, so Vince was probably like, you know, I don't know. Or or if Vince even paid... Or just scheduling might have been tough that, just because it's hard to get here. They, they, because the, the Raw was in San Diego. Yeah. And then this was the first house show for their, like, before the next Raw. Yeah. So Matt, Matt Hardy flew in at, like, 6 a.m. It could also be straight up a work 
and Sasha and Bailey are filming the that's counseling definitely, thing. That, that's definitely they, they just went straight to wherever they were filming it. Probably not in Sioux Falls. Yeah. Dude, if it's just going to be a segment that we watch on the Titantron on Monday instead of Sasha and Bailey being there, I'm getting mad. I feel like that's probably what it's going to be. Maybe it'll spill out. That'd be good. Um, but yeah, Kurt Angle said that if Bailey doesn't go to the counseling, she's fired. So and also Sasha has to go to the counseling because she tweeted that she has to go and she's she's pissed about it. Which that's probably what it is. Yeah, they probably filmed whatever this is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and then Elias probably wasn't there because Elias doesn't want to sing songs but every shitty fucking town in South Dakota and North Dakota because yeah. they're going from South Dakota to Bismarck North Dakota to Fargo North Dakota to Sioux Falls South Dakota I wonder if Kurt Angle Kurt Angle's probably glad he doesn't have to go there he got arrested for he got a DUI in between Fargo and Bismarck which is like a two hour drive he must have been real drunk yeah <laughs> um sorry Kurt <laughs> anyways we love you it, it was good because we got to see Bailey turn I don't I people are saying that it's like her turning heel I don't know if it's like a full heel turn I don't think either of them are heel or face it, it, it it's part of the thing people complain about it it's like wrestling they don't have any clear heels or faces anymore so you don't need it yeah you We're just not can 12. Cut, yeah you can like who you like and the thing is is you don't really need clear cut a b heels and faces because the you, people who care and, and can't tell that thing they're just gonna like who they like based on merch and like appearance yeah. and stuff it's we're higher like, gimmick a little bit and now. it's like you're allowed to like bad guys yeah. i, I the, the people you need that like stuff for is in the title picture, you need a good guy and a bad guy. But they're, Bailey and Sasha are not in the title picture. Probably won't be for another year. Maybe longer. <laughs> Which, it's fine because they can carry out th this rivalry more. I'm sure they've probably been begging to do this for a while. A long time, I'm sure. This. I, I just hope they don't do that to Gargano and Champa. It's like, well, sorry guys, we gotta wait before you guys can do this. But tr by the time they debut, I'm sure Triple H will be having more say. Yeah. But... Um, good thing about that match, Liv Morgan, good Herc and Rana. Yeah. That was real good. Um, we got No Way Jose wanted a rematch from Mojo Raleigh. They cut this from the rebroadcast. The only thing I have to say is that there's a guy in a cheeseburger costume. Mojo Raleigh came out and was like, you're fucking stupid. You're dumb. <laughs> I'm, I'm a budget Dolph Ziggler, Drew McIntyre tag team. I'm telling everyone that they're dumb and they gotta actually try to be wrestlers. Ooh. And he got in a guy in a cheeseburger costume face. He's like, you're dumb. Do you think this is going to make you into the WWE? And he said, like, whatever his name is, Ted or Kyle or something. And within the 90 seconds of Motorola shit-talking him, people were chanting, like, we want Ted. We want Ted. Or whatever his name is. Like, yeah, are you aware you're dressed like a cheeseburger on national TV? Yes. And it's like, yeah, he's more over than you are. He's going to be featured in more WWE countdowns than you ever will be, Mojo. Except the Gronk thing. Body. <laughs> um, feud with No Way Jose. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just great how much people love No Way Jose. He's good. It's just. It's a fun thing. Yeah, people come out dancing. You're like, woo! Yeah, No Way Jose. No, yeah, it's good. I like No Way Jose. And also, I've said it once, I've said it twice. I'll keep saying it until it happens. Mojo Rawley's only still around so they can negotiate with Gronk when he retires from football. <laughs> <laughs> One 
when he leaves the Patriots to, to be in the XFL. Anyway. Shit, that's probably real. He's a little old, isn't he? Or Gronk? is he getting there? I think he is over 30 this year. He's getting to that point where they might release him because he's not before, he's still doing good but not up to their standards. Yeah, and, and tight ends, especially because of their size, they, mm. that ends for them maybe a little bit sooner. You know, there are guys like Antonio Gates where he's like 40 and he could still probably have like eight touchdowns a year. But Gronk has a bad injury history, and he's significantly taller than someone like Antonio Gates. So they'll give him a one-season contract the XFL with the stipulation of you get to be in the WWE for like two years. Yeah, I I absolutely <laughs> think that that's possible. Or he could just be like a coach or something, just having him as a presence in XFL. He's a party guy. It's the party football league. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So... We we then got a match. Be- Braun Strowman requested to have Kevin Owens as his tag team partner. Huh. So he can kill him again. And I, I have a theory about this that I'll get to. And then uh, Cor- against Finn Balor and Constable Corbin, uh, most of the match was Finn Balor and uh, Baron Corbin arguing and not getting along while Braun Strowman and Kevin Owens beat the shit out of him. I liked the moments where, like, when we had both Finn and Baron in the corners, and Braun looked at Kevin, and Kevin had a look and face like, "Are we really doing this? Are we really synced up?" And they both did their like corner thing, and Braun just—I don't know what his is called. I think it's probably just like a charge or something. And Kevin Owens doing his cannonball, his like yeah. running, rolling super, cannonball, super cool cannonball. Yeah. Which and them doing that at the same time is a really cool moment. And Braun doing the running around the ring running Holy shoulder shit. tackle and then he gets back into the ring and he looks at Kevin and he like smiles and like tells Your him turn. to do it yeah. and Kevin's like me I, I don't think I can do it and, he, and he's like you can do it you're going around <laughs> and he tags him in and Kevin's like like rubs his face like yeah he like hypes himself <laughs> up he runs gets the shoulder tackle on Finn Balor doesn't look too great but he's not Seven feet tall, like Braun Strowman seven is. Seven foot four hundred. <laughs> and then, and then he runs, and Baron Corbin is kind of up, ready for it. He just close lines Kevin, <laughs> Constable. <laughs> and and then um, the match ends because Baron Corbin and Finn Balor like beat the shit out of each other and get counted out. Ooh, before we get to the real good part, mm-hmm. I want to mention the backstage thing that led to this, where Finn Balor said that. Vest wearing Constable Corbin looks like a TGI Fridays manager. Yeah. And then at the end of the segment, as he was leaving, he looked. He leaned into Baron Corbin, and was like, "Check, please." That's good. <laughs> I didn't that's, catch that. That's good. Yeah. Uh, sad that Finn didn't do a whole lot in this match. Get Finn doing something, please. I see title. Yes. <laughs> a- anything. <laughs> but um, then we got a backstage segment because like. Braun Strowman got the briefcase and was like looking at Kevin and Kevin just like bolted <laughs> and then Braun was like come back here Kevin Braun smelt blood he didn't even plan on chasing <laughs> him it's just that Kevin ran he's like a <laughs> he's like a, a predator like that's actually what I think this is so Kevin like runs back and like hides he's like there's a madman after me and then he like hides in a closet and uh Braun runs back he's like where's Kevin I don't know, man. I'm ripped, and I only work concessions. <laughs> I swear, I'm not just a, Wh- which one's a Kevin? jobber they have. Which one's Kevin? He's the guy who looks like he's got a bowling ball in his shirt. It's <laughs> 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 really funny. So mean. He walks off, and it comes back from commercial. Kevin, like, walks in. And he's like, come on with me. There's a madman after me. Come on. Just come on. He gets to the valet. He's like, give me my keys. Well, well I don't have your keys. Just, just give me my keys. They're right there. He's like, I don't have them. 
oh, why not? He has your keys. And it's Braun <laughs> standing there with a briefcase with a big old grin on his face with the keys. And he's like, I hope we got insurance. <laughs> and he throws the keys at Kevin. Kevin catches them, and he, like, slow turns to see a car flipped, <laughs> like, smoke coming out of it, and quickly people come with uh, fire extinguishers, yeah. which I feel like wasn't planned. <laughs> the uh, fire extinguisher part, I feel like, might not have been. Yeah, I mean, some cars, when they flip over, that just happens. It's like GTA, they gotta put it out before it sets on fire. Yeah, and it blows <laughs> up. I mean, the only person hurt is the valet. Yeah. And then, what, what I... Th- what I think it is is because Sami Zayn's out till like WrestleMania on injury, which really sucks. Yeah, and I think the it won't be like a long thing, and they won't be. I think we'll just have a lot of tag team stuff with Sami Zayn with Kevin Owens and Braun Strowman, and I think the dynamic will be like Braun Strowman's like in a like a puppy where he doesn't understand how to properly play and like be friends with someone. Holy so shit. So he's just going to do funny. like horrifying fucked up things to Kevin Owens and just thinks it's like, it's a game, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I destroyed your rental car, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I destroyed your rental car. Gotcha. I messed up your match for the IC title. Haha, <laughs> pranked you, dude. <laughs> pranked. That's... I like that idea. That's really funny. He's just like, he doesn't know how to play right. It'll be funny. Yeah, I like this. Um, yeah. Give give Finn Balor some more stuff to do, and I miss Sami Zayn already. Get better from your vertigo, buddy. <laughs> that should be funny. Um, and then finally, our main event. Same main event you saw at the live event, but not with the two out of three stipulation. It's the... Rematch clause for the IC title. Seth Rollins trying to get it back from the... What's his nickname? The show-off. I almost said the infamous one. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> or thought that. Uh, Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. With, of, of course, uh, Drew Gall... I mean, McIntyre in tow. Uh, so this was... Like... What's the grade on this? Like, A++? Why did they have <laughs> such a good match on Raw? I know why. It's Seth freaking Rollins. Like, yeah. my God, dude. He is so good. It's insane. I just, I, I'm regularly amazed how, at how, how good he how is. How many, uh, you could you could make a super cut of our episodes of us going, what is, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I keep doing this on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, what is, why? He, he was the best part of WrestleMania. He he might not have a belt, but he's still it's still Monday Night Rollins. Yeah, it is absolutely. I'm sad he's not wearing the Monday Night Rollins uh, shirt anymore, really, because Ziggler canceled it. I'm yeah. still wearing my Monday Night Rollins shirt on Monday. I'm sure plenty of people still will be. Hell yeah, that's a good shirt. Um, so this was just a good match. Yeah, obviously, because of what Jory said about the house show. Ziggler came out on top, but we'll talk a little bit about some good spots, maybe. You got anything particularly that you like from this match? Everything. Yeah, I I like the swift... I like the swift um, zigzag. It's like when people, when people see, like, um, weird throws in the NFL when someone, like, side pitches a football to, like, a running back and he's able to take it, like, 40 yards... That zigzag seemed like, how did this happen? Yeah. That that he wasn't in nearly in a good enough position to do that. What the hell? 
but he got it, and he won the match. Yeah, it, it was good. I'm glad. I'm glad Ziggler decided to come back. What's funny is that he left, and he left the United States Championship, and within two months of coming back, he's a champion again. Yeah, it's almost like he's a good wrestler, and deserves a belt. Yeah, but. What do you think Rollins is doing next? Universal title. I want him to curb stuff. Oh, that's really, that's good. In my <laughs> mind, that's good. Brock can take a lot of punishment because he's inhuman. Mm. Um, so, one curb stomp, two curb stomps, three curb stomps. See, here's the problem. Brock what? doesn't like face stuff. Oh, that's true. So he probably won't take that. He'll probably take a Ken... Do you think Seth Rollins could roll through Falcon Arrow, Brock? Yes. It would probably take a lot, but I think he'll he roll do through it. Falcon Arrow him and then jump on the turnbuckle for a frog splash. Okay, yeah. And maybe, I don't know, just seeing the way Brock is booked, he'll probably try to get up from that. Yeah. And then maybe one curb stomp. But what scares me about that continuing, like we see roll through Falcon Arrow, frog splash. The curb stomp then is just an opportunity for an F five. Oh god! Just F5s in the I don't even want to watch the next Brock match. <laughs> I don't even. Brock Lesnar isn't even fun to watch. I no. don't know why people like it. Well, that's Monday Night Raw. Let's quickly go through SmackDown Live. SmackDown was weird. SmackDown was definitely like a mess of oh fuck, we don't know what to do. Except for the ending. Yeah, ending was real good. Do but... you feel good about that ending? I feel bad about the name of the ending. Mm. Uh, we'll get to that, though. Yeah. But it was Miz TV featuring the Bludgeon Brothers. Um. He just had them on there because he hates Daniel Bryan and thinks that they hate Daniel Bryan. So he was like, hey, can you guys beat up Daniel Bryan for me? And they didn't really do say anything. They're just like, hey, Daniel Bryan, we've got to beat you up tonight. And Daniel Bryan's like, it doesn't matter how big you guys are, positivity. I'm going to kill one of you <laughs> real good. So they set up a match between Daniel Bryan and Luke Harper, because I refuse to just call him Harper, because I think it's stupid that WWE does that. <laughs> um, like, he's going on to the next thing. Rusev should be called Alexander Rusev. Rusev's catchier, but I like full names. Alexander Rusev Day. <laughs> Alexander Never mind. Rusev Day. Never mind. <laughs> um, yeah, so Xavier Woods uh, faced Rusev. Put on a good match. It was. A, I mean, Xavier Woods is a good wrestler. All of the New Day are good wrestlers. Good wrestlers. Yes. I was telling my mom as we were watching, it's like all of the New Day should just have belts. Yeah, they it's. Just, I understand that they're a tag team, and Vince is. P P brain money head probably can't imagine like they're a tag team. Well, they not do tag team stuff all the time. Yeah, but like you could have like they could still be a tag team and like accompany each other out, but have someone be seriously in the picture. Yeah, I think I've said this on here before. The coolest thing about the New Day to me is that they're like they're like that balanced like um, superhero squad. Yeah, where it's like. Big E, he's huge. He's the big guy. He's the big. He's the big Hulk man. Huge muscles, lifting dudes up over his head, smashing them. And then there's Kofi, smaller dude, but he's jumping around, doing stuff off the top ropes and flying out of the ring. And then there's Xavier, who is 
Black Dean Malenko. <laughs> he is just a fucking technician, he, he, and it's awesome. He's definitely like, if you would say there's a face of the New Day yeah. in him, because he's probably the best one at cutting promos and stuff. Yeah. They're all very good. And Biggie, it, it works like, even though Fastlane was just a setup for the Bludgeon Brothers to get the titles, it was still really... Like when Biggie like got started. very serious yeah. on that SmackDown before, that, yeah, yeah, that was like great. you lost your goddamn minds. Yeah, <laughs> like that's again we've said it on here plenty of <laughs> times. Biggie would be the man in the Attitude Era. <laughs> He would have he would have been the Vince, big one out Vince of Nation of Domination. Probably like pissed. He's like, where was this guy during the Attitude Era? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Can we still put him in the Attitude Era? Hunter, put him in the Attitude Era. Vince. We don't have time machines. <laughs> I'm taking all the XFO money and researching time machines. All $500 million of it. <gasps> so much money. He's going to have a good run and it's going to cancel. Anyway, um, he it was just, it was just a, a thing to show Rusev was... Um, yeah, there's like leading up to Extreme Rules, there's no way Rusev is going to lose. Yeah. He has to look strong. And you're going to put him up against someone who's good. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's fun... Isn't it nice to have, like, a face team? Like, so you know that when the team's there, they're, like, the their, his teammates are there not to help him cheat, but to, like, stop Aiden English from cheating. And yeah. also, like, one, like, he gets knocked out of the ring. They're like, come on, man, come on, you can do it, come on. Yeah. Like, they're not helping him yeah. cheat. Like, I, it's cool to see. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, like, the only instance of that happening. Yeah. That right now in WWE. It's sometimes you get... The big dog helping. We did we mention the big dog running? We didn't mention the big dog running out to help Seth Rollins. Did he? Yeah, he did. But he went out to, yeah. like, to set up next week's main event. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Drew McIntyre started beating the shit out of Seth Rollins, and then the, the big dog helped him. Yeah. But, but Rusev got got the accolade in on Xavier, who tapped pretty quick because the accolade probably isn't very comfortable. No, probably hurt your back a lot, yeah. and you know. When you when you're playing so much PlayStation, <laughs> when you are the king of victory royales on Fortnite, Fort you don't line. want Fortline, excuse me. You don't want your back to hurt, so you got to tap to. It's probably why he's got a million dollar lumbar support chair. Does he? I don't know. I assume he, so. He probably does. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was good, and the match reminded me that I missed the bar. Who, who sets the... Who, we don't just set the bar. We are at Universal Studios <laughs> with this white family. We're still trapped here. <laughs> why didn't the Usos come? I really want to know why. I'm Cesaro and I don't have sunscreen and we're in Florida. Please help me. I mean, Seamus, wow. I'm, I really want to know why they, they went instead of the Usos. Maybe the Usos were just like, no. <laughs> Uh, then we got we got a like panic match, which was ended up being a cool panic match. Yeah, but originally Shinsuke Nakamura was basic was ready to face basically woken Jeff Hardy. Yes, he hasn't he's totally he, woken at this point. He 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 hasn't specifically said woken. He said awoken. Yeah, but I guess his thing is he's like a hyper intelligent like limitless pill taking guy now, and he has terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> terrifying contacts. He's supposed to face Shinsuke Nakamura, but a police dog beat bit Shinsuke when it was doing like a bomb sweep, 
which the information isn't out a lot, and all I can think of is that that knee is just so explosive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I imagine the the police department is like we fucked up. Yeah, that police department. I mean, there's I probably some of sort of insurance or something that they have on this. But if not, Shinsuke is probably gonna get a payout of some kind. Oh yeah, but like, what is what what could what could Shinsuke have done? The only thing I can think of is that like they're doing a bomb sweep. And no one told Shinsuke, or like, they probably didn't even need to like vacate the area. It wasn't like Shinsuke is just like, no speak English. And he's just like, doing his like weird strut, yeah. like walking around like da 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 da. He's like, I'm so cool. I'm going to punch someone in the dick tonight. Yeah. I imagine it was him being like, it happened at the arena or at the airport? It was at the arena. Okay. So I imagine him just being in whatever locker room where his shit is. Yeah. And, and he like, they come in with the dog and he's like, oh, I'll get my stuff and leave. And they're like, no, you're fine. And then as they're walking, the dog just fucking grabs yeah. him. And he's like, okay, ow. Fuck this. And because of it, on the live shows, he didn't perform. In Japan? Yep. That is, inf- oh my god, he's at home. Yeah. He was there. Like, he came out, I think he did, like, ringside stuff. But he didn't perform. The- which really sucks. That sucks a lot. That sucks for the people who bought tickets. Sucks for him. It sucks for the company because it looks it probably looks really bad. You go to Japan, they probably used him in big advertisements. Like, he's coming home. Yeah, they Shinsuke probably and did. Oscar are coming yes, home. Yes, they absolutely did. That that sucks a lot. Um, wow. I didn't even put those two together, that he probably wouldn't be able to compete at the live shows in Japan. Yeah. So, wow. But because of it, we... <laughs> We got... Something hype as fuck, we actually. We got Eric Young run out, and that's why I messaged you. It was like, are they going to put a belt on Sanity already? And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> and I, I just, I love watching Sanity come out. <laughs> Here's what I'll say about Sanity so far on SmackDown. They're fucking up the hard cut for the turn real bad. Yeah. That's not hard to do. Yeah. You just have the camera on them while they're turned one way. And then change to the other camera as they turn around when the music drops. Yeah. It's not hard, but this this week was worse than the first week because it was like zoomed in on like a fan as it was happening. It was like, okay, I'm not really sure how you got worse at it, but whatever. I just, I, I really like uh, the quick zoom in and out with like the Dude, shaky cam. Dude, it's so cool. <laughs> it's so fucking cool. It just cool. feels like you're playing the, like 2K or something. Like. Yeah, you're playing WrestleMania 17 on GameCube. <laughs> yeah. I mean, excuse me, X7. I always call it 17, but it's actually X7. Yeah. Because Extreme 2004, whatever. Ruthless aggression. Uh, yeah. You can't see me. Um, so, yeah, this was really cool. Something I thought about during this match was that these two have wrestled each other a lot, probably. Because really? of Impact, TNA. Oh. Because they were both in, Impact. yeah. I, I think Eric Young was still in Impact, um, when Jeff Hardy got there, but if if they didn't wrestle each other a couple times, maybe like on some sort of small tour or at the Impact Zone or whatever it's called, they probably like knew each other and have some sort of chemistry. So yeah. that makes sense because the match was pretty good. Yeah, uh, I like Eric Young a lot. I'm getting Alex into Sanity because I'm just Sanity's really good. I'm telling him about how they're how they're. Uh, like an international stable of psychos. Yeah. And he really likes that. 
I'm like, yeah, this guy's from Canada and this guy's from you sh- Ireland. You and- just need to show them like one of their weird promo things where they're like all around a burning like <laughs> oil drum and be like, dude, it's just like <laughs> just like RoboCop. Yeah. No, th- yes. Th- was that you who said that earlier? That they were just bad guys from RoboCop? Like, from, like, RoboCop or Escape from New yes, York? Yes, the apps. Yes. <laughs> Sanity's so cool. Um, but this match with uh, Jeff Hardy, it looked like Jeff had won, but then Alexander Dane and Killian Wolf. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> wow, it was bad. Killian Dane and Alexander Wolf. Uh, ran in to stop a pin, which then... Who, who's there? Just the Usos are just they're, there. They're just... I, I, yeah, I saw people going like, oh my god, who's that? And I was like, is it Nikki Cross? <laughs> but no, it's just the Usos there to be like, hey, Sanity, uh, screw you guys for beating the shit out of us last week. Yeah. We're gonna, we're gonna help uh, Jeff Hardy, which yeah. then turned into... <laughs> Jeff, you're, you're an Uso now. Jeff, yeah. <laughs> 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 you're an Uso now. Yeah, which then turned into uh, Sanity versus the Usos and Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Which was really cool, actually. <laughs> it's cool. When you sim in universe mode. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Hardy becomes fun. What do, you ha- what do you make your own custom tag team? You just put <laughs> Jeff Hardy in the Usos. Yeah, that's definitely... Yes, that sounds like something I would do. Yeah, That's what we're doing when we get 2K19. Oh, hell yeah. When does that come out? October? Yeah. Mm, I wish it let you have, like, connected franchise on online. Me too. That'd be cool. We'd, we'd, lose, our, we'd lose jobs. Yep. I would definitely <laughs> lose my life over that. <laughs> um, I'll have to do, like, screen sharing thing on the PC version. We'll have, to do, we'll have to stream that over Discord. We'll have to, like, do it over Discord and stream us with our own, like wrestling promotion with our dumbass decisions hell yeah um i can't wait to make drew carey an authority figure (laughs) i'm back i'll show you kane and jeff hardy's face paint is terrifying yeah i was gonna ask you about that just now how do you feel about the eyes over the eyes eyes on the eyelids he's he's awoken he can see no matter what that's it's scary it's really scary especially after watching part of the documentary yeah it's scary um, but, but yeah, that was a cool team up. I'm glad the Usos are getting to do something after their, uh, their, their hot year ended in a pretty swift fashion. Yeah. Um, it's someone they probably knew growing up. Yeah. They probably definitely were around him as kids, so that's pretty cool. I definitely imagine, like, any match that Jeff Hardy is in... With like, especially as like, because he's he has the U- U.S. title right now. In a couple years, he's gonna be like, enhancement talent. He's gonna be like Rhino and stuff. He's just like he's there. A lot of the young kids like coming into WWE from NXT are probably gonna be like shaking. Yeah. With their first match with Jeff Hardy, yeah. like, hey boy, what do you want? What do you? What kind of cool spots do you want to do? Do you want to roll me up after a Swanton bomb so you look tough? He's like. No, I, I just want to take a swanton bomb. <laughs> nope, I don't want to. I don't want to roll you up at all. I think, I think that he'll do like fifty percent enhancement talent. Yeah, because he's such a big deal in WWE. It's like it's something they mentioned on the Hardy Twenty Four is like, we won't get another Hardy Boys. We won't even get like a singular Hardy Boy. People who have been at it for twenty years and just keep going to the top. Nope, like. 
something uh, like that we'll, we'll we'll say I'll say about like the hell show that's just a quick thing it's like there was a woman who like walked in she was wearing like team extreme shirt I was like, yeah that's cool and then she had like the ringside sheet seats and as soon as the match ended with matt she was like shaking her arms like to get him to come over and they had like cameras for when they come out yeah and on like the thing i saw like her like excitedly getting a picture with him and she had to have been like his age yeah like yeah that's that's we you won't see another like wrestler who's been There's... doing it their whole life and has just been on like a spiral up and even though they had that low point they're back and probably because it's who they are and now it's far enough removed from Team Extreme they can do what they want. Yeah. They're they have enough clout going. with Vince where this yeah. is like, you want to you paint your face? Sure. You want to be broken? And, sure. And them leaving WWE wasn't them like, sorry guys, you just, you aren't performing as well as we want you to. It's like, you guys can't perform. You guys, it's problems. It's for yeah. the best. Like, it's not going to be, yeah. it's not going to work out if you keep doing this. And, a testament to what you were saying about there's no one like them, especially after everything that happened and all the problems that they had and all the years they spent away from WWE and TNA. And I think maybe, I think Matt was in Japan at one point in time. I'm not <laughs> sure. The The day they come back is <coughs> WrestleMania. And not only that, they win the titles. That, yeah. That's like their first time back in the company in like five, like, six years. It was like eight, seven or eight years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they win the titles <coughs> that night. Like that's a... Yeah. That's a big deal, and Jeff is Jeff was the most over person this night on SmackDown. Yeah, the, as they pan through the crowd, there's the most people standing up, doing the the fingers and everything, and it's yeah. like that no one will be as big as the Hardy Boys again. Yeah, and <laughs> you, you, that's like yeah, that's something you can't get, and that's what's cool about wrestling. Yeah, with it's 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 what makes it's what makes the entertainment part of sports entertainment. Sure, you won't get another LeBron or another Michael Jordan or another Kobe, but you will get people who are just as talented. Yeah. And it's like, you get a talented person, they're just not named that. Yeah. But in wrestling, there's more around it. Yeah. There's a bigger gap in wrestling, I would say, in comparison to, like, sports. Yeah. There's a bigger gap between, like, um, what... Oh, shit, I lost it. I don't know. I was thinking about LeBron. There's a bigger there's a bigger gap between like what makes you serviceable. Yeah. And, like someone like Mojo Raleigh. Sure, he's fine. He's not popular, but he belongs there. He and can then, do his job. Yeah. <laughs> and someone like Mojo Raleigh and then someone like Jeff Hardy. Yeah. There's a bigger gap between that opposed to like someone like let's say uh just random NBA player. Someone like Kentavious Caldwell Pope who's just a starter in L.A., and LeBron James. Like, Contavious Cobble Pope can get at that good, yeah. but Mojo Raleigh probably can't get Jeff Hardy good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it also helps that there's other outlets for wrestling. Yeah. In, in, in the NBA, it's not like it's you don't get drafted and like, oh, I'll go to this one for a little bit, and then I'll go to the NBA. It's likely you're probably not going to get picked up from Europe or, or Canada. Yeah. Maybe the D-League, maybe. The G League huh? is the Gatorade League now oh. because Gatorade pays for everything because, <laughs> because they weren't making money. Exactly, you got Sioux it. Falls had a team. I don't think they do anymore. Uh, no, they don't. I think they moved to California. I think they moved to California or Texas. Oh, I don't remember where they moved. But yeah, that's 
that's what the big takeaway from this is. Jeff Hardy's fucking awesome. And it's <laughs> yeah. awesome that the Hardys are back. And I love the Usos. Yeah. I love the Usos a lot. Sanity is great. This match made Sanity look strong. And they, they lost. They had their first main roster lose. But it doesn't look bad on them. Yeah, it's they lost to the the hottest tag team in the last like fourteen months <laughs> and a absolute legend. <laughs> yep. It's fine to lose to them. They'll probably get them back in some way. Yeah. So great segment. I don't know has, what this was graded, but it's, ha, has anyone made it to the Hall of Fame before they retired? Ric Flair. Oh. He he's he's actually inducted twice. Oh. I don't know what the second one was for, but yeah, he was inducted into the Hall of Fame, and then I think he had more matches. Mm. So I would say people I can see that happen to are Matt and Jeff Hardy. Yeah, <laughs> no, they, they definitely will be in the Hall of Fame, and then Jeff will be like, I could probably do a couple more months at the age of like fifty. Like, yeah. Um. Okay, moving on from the best segment on. Now that I've talked about it, the best segment on SmackDown in months. Um. Sonya Deville fought Becky Lynch. Yeah. Are you uh, epileptic? <laughs> it Be- looks so bad. Uh, it yeah. looks bad because they have the fucking lights on in the arena and then strobing on her. That looks stupid. Blackout. They don't do. Uh, I know they've made a big thing up that they don't blackout for anyone. Yeah. But that would that would make it cool if the arena was completely dark and it wasn't just like. The kind of bigger lights off. Yeah. But it's, it doesn't make any sense. It just hurts. I don't look at it anymore. Yeah. It just hurts. I'm glad we don't have to see that. And me, t- me fucking too, yeah. And they set it up on WWE.com, which is like, what the fuck? I mean, we're getting Becky wins, so how do you feel? Hell yeah, dude. And as Becky continues to win, Alex continues to mark out more and <laughs> yeah. more. He he looked at me after she won, because the way the couches are arranged, he like lays on the love seat looking at the TV, and he rolled over and looked at me. He was like, I knew she had it the whole time, dude. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, he likes her. Yeah, he likes her wrestling. Like, get her, her getting Stoney Deville into a disarmor is cool because... Yes. She's MMA, but you're getting her with the submission. Yeah, I'm doing the thing she does on her. <laughs> but Becky's good. Becky's real good. Okay, we can skip this one. Are you sure? I thought it was really funny. Okay. The ending d- of it was, the like result of it was weird, but James Ellsworth is, he's a fun guy. He's funny, and... Th- it's good. Why did they release him forwards? Like, we don't know what to do with you. I Sorry, think that's dude. what I think that's what it was, and then it's also what we said earlier, the thing... Where it's like, we don't know, we, we can't really get Carmella over. She has a belt and she's still getting no reaction. So yeah. bring James back. And James gladly canceled all of his indie bookings to do this. <laughs> yeah. I think James Ellsworth, they're just so, like, I get why he's popular. I get why he's over. There's something about him. He knows how to cut a promo. Yeah. He's he works as like a goofy. Yeah, I, I wouldn't even call him a heel. I just call him fucking a he's dumbass. Kind, yeah, he's, he's he's stupid. He's like this. He doesn't know how to think for. He's like the goofy sidekick. He's like the yeah. the fat guy from My Name Is Earl. Like you yeah. just tell him what to do and he does it. Yeah. The, the the cool thing about James Ellsworth is that there have been a lot of characters like James Ellsworth that fit the same sort of utility, but they're offensive. Like yeah. Hornswoggle, which I realize Hornswoggle is not like. He was having a good time. It's not hurting him. Yeah. But it still paints little it, people into like a like a it, it mean feels man. Bad for me. Yeah. But he's over in the kind of the same way James Ellsworth is over. Yeah. Exactly. The only, the thing is with James Ellsworth is he's not like 
a little person or any sort of other exploitable thing. He's, he's just, just fucking ugly. He's funny looking. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I looked it up because I wanted to be sure my mom was asking, like, what's wrong with him? It's like, I hope it was, he didn't get, like, his, attacked by a dog or something. I looked up. And the most consensus guy is, like, his parents look like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So, like, he, he was... He, he's great and he's just funny. Yeah. And then Paige came out. I don't. This is the part. I. This is the part that ma- weirds me out. Oh, is like the date talk. <laughs> that That's, was funny. That weirds me out a lot. I thought it was good. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Where <laughs> she downs Carmel versus Oscar at Extreme Rules, which I hope has some sort of stipulation to it. James Ellsworth is hanging above the ring. It's a it's a James Ellsworth match. You can only attack each other using a James Ellsworth. <laughs> You have to free him from the cage above the ring that he's hanging in. And you have to free him, and then he helps you. How come we don't get weapon on a chain matches anymore? Because it's, it's not exciting anymore? Because they do it on a pole. Oh. There's a lot of, like, kendo stick on a pole stuff. Do they, do they still do that recently? At least in they, WWE? They did um, kendo stick on a pole at um, something last year between Alexa Bliss and Bailey, and it was very poorly received. On a pole matches are pretty much dead, and the consensus is that they're lame. Just um, make it like a street fight or something, yeah. and just give the, them the, more the weapons. The things I can think of as to why they wouldn't is because one weapon's, a single weapon is not, like, exciting. If you get it, you win. Yeah, that's basically what it is. Yeah, sure. And also Alexa Bliss and Bailey, really? Do you know about the aftermath of that? Or how... Th- I think it's maybe before. Mm-mm. They tried to do Bailey, This Is Your Life. Oh, and yeah. Like, yeah, yeah that's really bad. Whew, have you watched that? I haven't watched it. I feel like I wouldn't be able to watch I feel like it's, it's watching a cringe compilation type thing. It basically is, and the crowd is fucking pissed during it. The crowd <laughs> is, like, screaming, like, Fuck you, this sucks! Like, so- I don't know where it is, but they're so mad. <laughs> what? Ellsworth cut her off and was like, <laughs> basically, like, you here to ask me out on a date? And she's, she, like, walks off. Yes. And she, like, starts, like, ru- running her hand down his arm. I'm like, oh, what's going on here? And then she's like, are you free Tuesday? Mm. And he's like, uh, yeah, yeah, of course I am. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, it's not a date with me. It's more it's of with a, a match. It's, it's with Oscar. It's more of a match. And Ellsworth going to wrestle Oscar. <laughs> Just like Becky Lynch did. It was Becky? I thought it was Charlotte. It, yeah, it was Becky. It, it, was, it yeah. was, yeah, and that was his last match before they released him. And this will be funny. We'll get to see Ellsworth. Why is Ellsworth the only man they'll put in the ring with a woman? It's because he's, like, scrawny. Yeah. But he's not, like, a cruiserweight. Because he's not even, like... Toned. He's just like nope. a scrawny guy. He's just yeah. <laughs> He's got like a beer belly sort of. <laughs> yeah. It's Paige is definitely going to go out on a real date with James Ellsworth though. That's <laughs> definitely going to happen. That's fine. Yeah. No, I'm I'm happy about the power couple. Yeah. yeah. I'll go on a date with James Ellsworth. <laughs> you know James Ellsworth is probably badass. You probably like you go over to his house. He's like, "Come on, man, we'll have, we'll we'll we'll, we'll, we'll just hang out. It'll be fun." You head over and you walk in, and there's just like you, you see, it's just like a regular house, and you see like electronic sign. Like you have to turn a corner to see it. And it's like a sign pointing down, and you go down there, and he just has a full fucking Neo Geo and Turbo <laughs> Graphics collection. <laughs> he has like signed wrestling memorabilia, yeah. and he's like. 
oh, hey, dude, I'm just playing uh, stadium events on my NES. <laughs> yeah. And you're just like, okay, hold up. James Ellsworth is really cool. Wearing, like, a replica Universal title. He's like, I'm never actually going to have it, so why not use a paycheck on it? <laughs> Did they give you a discount? No, they charge me more. <laughs> it's actually, like, $1,200, but I bought it. <laughs> I was so impatient, I wouldn't buy it online, so I bought it right at a show that I was working. <laughs> cool, James. Yeah, James Ellsworth is probably super cool. I want to hang out with James Ellsworth and Hornswoggle and Eugene yeah. all at the same time. They're probably, yeah. Yeah, that's probably a really good time. Yeah. Except I bet Hornswoggle gets fucking hammered. He probably gets super drunk. <laughs> He's like, come on, Ellsworth, DDT me. No, <laughs> you're crashing my complete, my inbox sealed Sega Saturn. <laughs> we need to ask James Ellsworth on Twitter. He will definitely respond. We need to ask him if he collects video games. I want to know. <laughs> I wonder what it's like for person listeners like, huh, new wrestling podcast. Why do they keep saying all these guys love video games? Because we want them to love video games, because we love video games, and that would make hanging out with them fucking awesome. <laughs> That's why. And the end of the night, we got Daniel Bryan versus Luke Harper. Wait, you forgot about the glow thing. The glow thing that was very yeah. awkward, but I still marked the fuck it out. It was, yeah, they had, it was Naomi and Lana just being like, I was better at you than dancing. That's no, I was better than you at dancing. No, yeah. I was better than you at dancing. And Lana, like, shifting in and out of doing a Russian accent. Yeah. And then. Allison Brie walks up. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's like, it's like Scooby-Doo, one of their special guests. And so how all these things are, <laughs> it's yeah. never just like. Yeah. Hey, how's it going? It's like, oh my god, it's Allison Brie and the entire cast of GLOW. Yes. Like when they had that guy from the Biggie Tupac thing, like, oh, it's this guy from the new show. The new show that's on right after SmackDown. Hey, it, oh, like, like Lana, it's, it's the Globetrotters. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it feels Zoinks, like. Zoinks, Naomi, it's Donald Trump. <laughs> But, yeah, they were just there. They had, like, they just hung out and talked about how cool wrestling is. And basically. how much better Allison Bree's Russian accent for Zoya the Destroyer is better than Lana's. Because Lana's is terrible. Yeah. And she just stopped doing it. Sorry, Lana's Lana. just has turned into, like, a caveman voice. Yeah. Um, but we love Rusev. The, the only thing... Aiden, I, get off bed. The only thing... Aiden, I, I try to sleep. Well, I, I just... Because, I, actually, I think, he lives in, how far is L.A. from San Diego? I don't know California. Uh, like, uh, maybe three or four hours? It's kind of, it's okay. kind of far. Mark Marin, uh, I, Mark Marin lives in L.A. I think, he lives in L.A. or San Diego. He doesn't live in the Bay Area. I know he lives in California. I, I wish Mark Marin was there to be very uncomfortable. Because I watched, I watched a thing where they, they did, um... You know how I think it's wired. Does that like auto auto complete from Google for celebrities? Yeah. And they did Allison Brie, and Allison Brie, all of Allison Brie's were like nice. It's like how'd you meet Dave Franco and stuff like that, and it's just like dumb questions, mm -hmm. and she's just like goofily answering them because she's fun. And then Mark Maron is like one <laughs> one was is Mark Maron podcast? And he's like, yep, I am podcast. <laughs> 
He's like, I do a po-, he like gets like you do a podcast, and I've interviewed people, and he like mentions he's interviewed Barack Obama. Yeah. Whatever. And the next one is, is Mark Marin married? He's like, no, I made that mistake twice. Marriage isn't for me. You know, I don't think it's for me, and it's probably for some people, it's not for me. And Allison Breeze is looking like. Don't do this, Mark. Because <laughs> that's how everything with him is. He's like, because he's interviewed like CM Punk. That's like yeah. what what was a slow burn into getting me back to watching wrestling. Is I was like, oh, he interviewed a wrestler. This is cool. And at the end, I was like, CM Punk, CM Punk. <laughs> but I just wanted him to be there and be very uncomfortable. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, hey there. We're, we're doing this, huh? We're on TV. Uh, yeah, re- wrestling. Yeah, I interviewed CM Punk. Punk as he's like getting pulled off by Vince. God damn it, you can't say that. Hey, hey, <laughs> Naomi and Laney. <laughs> he, he definitely say some shit like that. But yeah, Glow season two out like Friday. This it's out now. It's, it was out like a couple days ago. Yeah, I yeah, still need to watch season one. Season one. Uh, Vince buy Glow so I don't have to buy a forty dollar DVD off their website to watch it. Please buy Glow, Vince. That would be you, great. Have you I looked could... into buying Glow DVDs? No. I did after I watched the documentary because I was like, this looks awesome, and then I looked up the price. I'm not paying like forty dollars for a DVD. Uh, I get why they do. It yeah. Prob- probably wasn't not cheap to buy Glow. They, I think it's Shout Factory on Twitch. They have the rights to Glow. I think it's Shout Factory, right? Yeah. And um, sometimes they show Glow, like, episodes. Nice. So Glow looks awesome. Glow is very cool. Well, I've mentioned that I watched wrestling to some family members, and they're like, I used to watch Glow with your mom every Saturday morning. I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. That's how your mom started liking wrestling. Yeah, Glow. That's cool. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Because Glow's, like, super high gimmick, so, like, how could you not like that? Yeah. (laughs) But we got Daniel Bryan... Holding his own against the Bludgeon Brothers better than anyone else ever has. The knees. The yeah. flying knees. Which, I mean, it was a Dana Bryan match. He's good at his job. The Bludgeon Brothers are pretty good at their jobs, too. Yeah, Harper and Rowan are... Oh, shit. Luke Harper and Eric Rowan. I forgot I wasn't going to do the single What do you names. say? Harper and Rowan, it, it's fine because they're a tag team. You don't want to say, like... Like, when I say Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows, like, just yeah. say the Good Brothers or something. It's a yeah. little long. okay. But if it's individuals, say their full name. Yeah. So, Luke Harper, I think, is really good for a big man in terms of wrestling. He's very quick. And he's not, like... He's not, like, overly buff to where he can't do, like, big jump spots and stuff like that. So, that was fun. And his selling of Daniel Bryan's, like, high knees and things like that were pretty cool. But, um... You want to you want to talk about the the real big thing that happened during this segment? There's a certain mayoral candidate that came out. Yeah, there's a there was there's an interruption. You know, they're tag team, they're heels, they can't play by the rules. So there's a DQ, and who comes to save Daniel Bryan? It's Kane, which was. I think that's the only way they could bring back Kane and not have me be like... Yeah, reuniting this team. Which, I looked it up because I didn't watch them because my mom... I, I knew they were on a tag team. I was like, Mom, they used to be on a tag team. This is really a big deal. Yeah. She's like, why weren't they? And I looked it up and it didn't seem to be like a big story reason why they broke up. It was just like, we both want to be champion. We yeah. both want to hold the main card title. Yep. Can't be a tag team anymore. That's pretty much it, yeah. I think they, I think they joined. And I know that I, I feel like they had a thing where they're supposed to hug it out, and then they didn't. So that's why I made a big deal that they hugged. I'm not sure, but I know for a fact that a lot of the team hell no stuff had to do with AJ Lee. 
Mm. Just like avoiding her because she date kayfabe dated Daniel Bryan and Kane. Poor AJ Lee. Yeah. Um, big problem with this I mentioned earlier. Why is it not called Team Hell Yes? Because he's not heel no screaming guy now. He's yes. They'll probably, they'll probably fix that on Tuesday. Please call it Team Hell Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is this is a joke for for very few people. But doesn't he? Don't Harper and Rowan just look like? They should be in this band for you strong. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Dudes in for you strong just look like Harper and Rowan. Especially because I know uh, Luke Harper is a is a I, he's a Sharks fan. Hockey. Like oh, San Jose makes, Sharks. Yeah. That's cool. Okay. I didn't and I feel that. like he probably likes hardcore. He looks like that guy. He looks like the old hardcore fan who just sits in the back. With in like camo cargo shorts with his arms folded. <laughs> <laughs> this is a joke that Cameron doesn't have reference I, for, it's, but it's still I funny. Ca- yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Um, are camo cargo shorts popular at hardcore shows? They're like the old old head, like old head type thing. Okay. If if, if like you, how Tim's are the old head thing for rap guys. Yes. Okay. Cargo shorts are definitely okay. that for like old head punk guys. All right. Like nineties, early two thousands punk guys. Cargo shorts are the big thing. Cargo shorts are not comfortable. I like cargo shorts. <laughs> Looks down at cargo shorts. Oh yeah, we reunited a tag team. Team Hell Yes. Yep. And nice. Paige came out and screamed that she wanted to do this. They're facing the Bludgeon Brothers at Extreme Rules for the SmackDown tag titles. Is it? Woo! Didn't, didn't, didn't you say last week that the way to get people to give a shit about the tag team scene is to put Daniel Bryan in it? Yep. <laughs> I think I said <laughs> it on this show. Did. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's SmackDown. Um, pretty good show, just like SmackDown has been every week since yeah. WrestleMania. Yeah. So... Um, oh, and Almas is still doing things, maybe? Yeah, he had like a promo thing. Yeah. I can't remember well, what it was. Yeah, Zelina had a promo. Yeah. But I'm not sure what's the holdup. Maybe waiting for another thing to end to fill up, to, or to make space, but... Yeah. I'm waiting. I didn't change my Reddit flair for nothing. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, let's make our Raw predictions for the Raw we will be at in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, mm. on Monday the 1st. 2nd. 2nd. Yeah, the 1st yeah. is tomorrow. This okay. is going up on the 1st. Okay. <laughs> so, what? Let's maybe do one or two things each. We're definitely seeing a tag team with two-thirds of the S.H.I.E.L.D., maybe maybe a third S.H.I.E.L.D. member. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Stop. Against Holy Dolph Ziggler sh- and Drew McIntyre. Um, we're definitely gonna see uh, Bailey and Sasha do something with that counseling thing. Yeah. I, 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 I would like to see Bailey and her tube mans in person, but probably won't get that. Yeah, it's unfortunate, and it's not a super big city, so I'm sure yeah. it's like, yeah, we can we can gloss over this one, which sucks. The but. only thing I don't want is Brock Lesnar. If Brock Lesnar actually shows up, because he's he has to, he only has to do like an hour drive to get to the show, I'm gonna be upset. Me too, maybe. I think it would be kind of cool to see him, but... Um... Well, what the, what would probably happen if he shows up is we'll definitely get Braun Strowman come out and be like, is he going to cash in already? But yeah. he'll come out and be like, I'm going to cash in on you at some point. <laughs> I'm going to cash in on you sometime between SummerSlam and WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I agree with both of those. Otherwise... 
Um, Jason Jordan returns? Damn it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jason Jordan returns. Because we've talked about it. Jason Jordan's like character sucked. Like, yeah. He was in a bad position. But he's a good wrestler. Yeah. He's a very good wrestler. And any sort of return, no matter who it is, is exciting. Because I'm, I've got a brain of a goldfish. I think he'll return, but he'll return during a segment where Chad Gable is being jumped so we can reunite American Alpha. Yeah. Let's do that. Because that's they're both great wrestlers, and people loved American Alpha, so let's just do this until they're, they're mm. built up enough to be on their own. They broke up American Alpha just so they could do He's Kurt Angle's son, yep. which is really funny. That's funny, but it, 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 it didn't work out, I guess. I don't know what... What the end game could have been. I, yeah, I don't... The end game was... People like him because he's Kurt Angle's son. Yeah. I don't... don't. They're, they're probably just... I think probably someone was like, we think both of you guys should get a singles push. And they were like, sure. <laughs> and then I'll no one, take any opportunity. Yeah. That's my job here. <laughs> but stuff doesn't work out. Um, my, Women's prediction. What do you um, think we'll see besides Sasha and Bailey? What Do you think we'll get anything with Alexa and Natalia? Or like yeah, a, probably... I think I'm I'm gonna go out on a limb and say it's not a limb. Tag match: Nia Jax and Natalia versus Mickey James and Alexa Bliss. Might as well. Mm. Uh, maybe on main event or maybe at the beginning of the show, like not super something that would get cut from the broadcast is like Alicia Fox versus Ruby Riot or something. Not anything special. There's not a whole we'll lot. We'll definitely of... get Alicia Fox. Fuck. Yeah. yeah, we we will. I'm I'm actually upset about this raw because Ronda Rousey's kayfabe suspension. Because I really wanted to see Ronda Rousey in person. Because Ronda Rousey's cool. I think you're silly for being able, for expecting that. De- she's probably not. She's not going to be on like TV doing stuff till after SummerSlam. I think. Yeah. At least. Yeah, I would like to, I would like to have seen her though. She'll but. probably like have a match before No Mercy, and that'll be her, her first like. Is No TV Mercy? Match. Are they having No Mercy this year? Isn't that like a yearly thing? Isn't No Mercy like? No. Oh, it's one of those interchangeable ones like Extreme Rules and yeah. Backlash and uh, Fast. Well, actually, I think Fastlane has been around for a while now. I don't know what the I don't know what the one in September is called. I think the one in September is TLC. Is TLC that early? I think so. I th- I think it's TLC or Hell in a Cell in September. Let me see. SummerSlam, Hell in a Cell, TLC, Survivor Series, Clash of Champions. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, Hell in a Cell, we're going to see Ronda Rousey. They'll put her in that because she's like, it's kind of like the Octagon, but there's only four sides. Thanks, coach. I can count. Wow. <laughs> God! Keep keep that clip because that's actually going to happen. You you know you know Michael the the K the the Hell in a Cell is only four sided in chain link, but I'm sure Ronda feels right at home in there. It's just like a chain link octagon. Wow, Coach, I'm glad you can count. Corgrave says snarkily. Okay, yeah, sure. Well, and then Booker Spinneroonies and kicks him in the mouth. <laughs> Booker Spinneroonies like skate from Streets of Rage Two and knocks them all <laughs> off the announcers table and just goes, "It's gonna be good five time, five time, five time, five time, five time." The whole fucking pay per view. Yeah, that's that's yeah. 
Bring Booker back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got plugs? Not hair plugs, like plugs for your stuff. I mean, I have hair plugs as well. Um, Shit. <laughs> Those are good. Oh, when is this? Uh, it's not. It's not up yet. I think I don't know when we're shooting for a date, so I don't. I don't know if I'm allowed to say when it's coming. It's coming out in a couple weeks. That Kingdom Hearts actual play podcast. Um, when the character cre- when the first episode goes up, which is us talking about our characters, I'm definitely gonna tweet that out. It's called Interstitial. Our hearts intertwined. Um, it's based off of uh, Powered by the Apocalypse. If you're familiar with things like Dungeon World. And the world wrestling, the worldwide wrestling um, tabletop RPG uses the same system, which oh. is cool because it's like a pretty flexible system that allows you. That's more about like telling a story than it is mechanics. Yeah, which we need to find people to play that with us. Um, yes, we do. And it's it was a lot of fun making. And if you like it, we'll probably do a season two. I think they already want to do a season two anyway, but <laughs> it's it was a lot of fun. Um, I don't want to spoil some of it because it is uh, bonkers, but even that, from the start. So, yeah, there's my other podcast. We are watching One Piece. We want to watch One Piece and talk about it. That's about it. It's on everywhere you find most things. Twitter, iTunes, SoundCloud. I think we're on Stitcher as well. Um, <laughs> and then there's my pod place, Twitter. No, I'm Jory. You can follow me where I complain about things and tweet about stuff. I'm not exciting, but I like to pretend I am. I'm definitely not exciting. You can follow me on Twitter at Cam Hambone, where once a day I'll compose a tweet and then just close Twitter because I'm like, what is the point? My the, the, Okay, here's a tweet I was going to send out last week. Hmm. You know the big thing about Cyberpunk 2077 having full frontal nudity? Hmm. The Witcher 2 has full frontal nudity. Why yeah. is that why is that important for GameSpot to tell us? Like all of their games ever have had full because, frontal nudity. It's technology nudity this time. You're gonna see the robot babe take off her shirt and just she, she a ton has, of hot wires. Yeah, she has metal boobies. Yeah. I'm excited for Cyberpunk. See you guys next week! Hey, remember when Cameron was was desperate to get his Twitter account back? Anyway, you can fo- you yeah. can follow us on twitter.com at cwfpcast on Twitter where we tweet things like I want I was hoping to get running power slammed by Braun at the event last night. That would have been awesome. Yeah. Um tweet out dumbass pictures like Phil Spencer holding the money in the big briefcase. Yeah. It was so good that Alex reposted it because he saw it <laughs> in our group chat. <laughs> that was I, really funny. Yeah. Immediately I was like, I, I made that. I was like, whatever. Yeah, he's funny. told me about it multiple times. He keeps <laughs> saying, like, when we talk about games, he's like, and then Phil Spencer runs in and cashes in money in the bank. And yeah. I'm like, do you know Jory made that? <laughs> I haven't said that to him, but it's funny. But, um... And yeah, if you want to tell if if you're on the car ride, should we make my mommy listen to our podcast? We should make, we should make Mrs. Jory's mom listen to us talk about wrestling <laughs> on the way to watch wrestling, and then on the way back. Yeah, yeah. There's enough of this podcast out there we could fill that time with. But yeah, if you're on that perpetual being forced in a car on a road trip to listen to us, and you're like, huh. This is alright. These guys are funny. We're on iTunes and SoundCloud and all that stuff. We're the only casual wrestling fan podcast. There's like the casual wrestling podcast, but they haven't updated in like five years, so fuck them.
And they also like our tweets sometimes. Like recently, have you noticed that? There's a CWFP cast, which is Caution Wet Floors podcast. Are they about wrestling? No, they just had the same abbreviation as us. It's scary. Sorry, guys. <laughs> they're they're inactive, too. But, but I, they like our tweets. Yeah. They followed us because I accidentally tagged them when I like first made this online. Oh. And they're like, hey, I think he was the wrong one. I'm like, yeah, I did. <laughs> Please leave me alone now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you guys are funny. Um, not as funny as us. Anyways, we'll see you at SummerSlam. We're the we're the opener. We're the pre-show. We're the pre-pre-show. You can go on Twitch. We're the pre-pre-show. We'll be wrestling on top of a van in the parking lot. <laughs> oh, I bet that happens. I wonder if that happens. because I mean, it's going to. We're going to do that. Because at, at a Warp Tour, there's bands who like set up. In the parking lot. And get kicked out? No, they don't get kicked out, but they'll set up in the parking lot and be playing for the people who are waiting in line. That's really cool. It's a good idea. I just hate all those people. I think it's cool. Anyway, they're the people who spam you to like their... uh... Anyways, this is a wrestling podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week to talk about the Monday Night Raw we were at. And we played Sonic with gender. We're going to go watch New Japan. Bye. My name is Joe. And I'm Jory. And we are watching One Piece. That's it. That's the podcast. Yep. Uh, so we talk about the anime called One Piece uh, about once a month. It takes a while to watch One Piece, but I'm currently caught up with the show. I just started it. So you can join us while we talk about loving the rubber boy, vaping Sanji, our son Chopper, and his murder mom Robin. <laughs> Other <laughs> loving nicknames to be decided as we go along. You can find us on iTunes or your app of choice. And until you tune in, to be continued. Welcome to Got It Memorized, a Kingdom Hearts recap podcast trying to make sense of this mess before Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out. You might even figure out what's going on, maybe. We're going to go world by world, game by game, in release order. And we'll make sure to name our episodes sensibly so you know what order to listen to them in. You know, 1, 2, 2.5, 3.58 over 2. So subscribe to Got It Memorized to be alerted of our weekly episodes in iTunes or whatever other garbage platforms you use to listen to podcasts. We promise to do our best to figure out which Ansem is which. Maybe the real Ansem was the friends we made along the way. Got it. Memorized? Memorized?